the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Season Watch with Wendy Scott, where we observe the things coming on the earth through biblical binoculars, because the Bible is both timely and timeless. With her master's degree in rhetoric and writing skills, Wendy is a part-time college professor, but a full-time truth professor. She believes the Word of God is His perfect revelation, including a young earth six-day creation, as well as the global flood inundation, and that Israel is God's chosen nation. Faith alone in Jesus is salvation, the true church rapture, comes pre-tribulation, followed by Christ's millennial domination and his eternal kingdom with earth's regeneration. Jesus is coming without hesitation. And now, here's Wendy with today's topic. Hello, friends. Thank you for joining me again with Season Watch. I'm Wendy Scott, and it's nice to have you. So let's start with prayer. I think we need it. <laughs> and uh, Jesus, we just we just thank you that you are ever-present in our lives, that you live to intercede for us, that you are on the right hand of the Father, and that you are about your love for us. You have nothing else that consumes you more than your love for us and your care for us. And God, just show us um, your your way. Show us your truth. Show us your love. Lift us up. Lift our spirits, Lord, and help us through troubling times. Help us to keep our eyes on you and to follow you. And uh, do something personal in our lives today to show us that you are there, you're paying attention, because the world's hammering away. And so we thank you, God, for those moments of joy, and we surrender our lives to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friends, I'm sensing a need that we need encouragement. I'm just having lots of conversations with people these days, and so... I'm going to break for my Yeshua series. We'll come back to that and finish that up next week. But I talk to a lot of people who are experiencing personal challenges right now and are they're consuming their thoughts and energies with just so much trouble or so many burdens. And many of these challenges are quite difficult and difficult to figure out. People are distressed about all these difficult choices that they need to make. And I see, uh, even with the whole spectrum, from atheists to strong believers, I see people just burdened with these things. And I hear the tremendous um, difficulty and challenges of these complex, distressing situations. And yet, it seems in all of them, there's no one person that can help or solve the problem. And... uh, This may be you right now. And so, friends, fasten your truth belts as today we walk by faith and not by sight. I think we need this today. A little encouragement, a little injection, a little reminder of um, how to walk with him and how to get through this world. And so maybe you're facing a challenge or a situation that weighs on you like this. And maybe it's unsustainable or it's something that has to be done soon. Maybe you've got a deadline looming for something that's grievous ahead and time is running out and there's no hope or help or answer in sight. And maybe your life is um, has difficulties with illness or pain, finances. Maybe you're facing abuse 
in your life or an unstable home life or suffering the consequences of sin. Don't you hate it when you are suffering the consequences of your own decisions years later sometimes? Um, and whether these things are happening to you or to someone you love because those tear us apart. And so we all have known that angst and there seems to be no solution at these times and there seems to be no relief in sight and it eats away at us. It tears away at us day and night. And uh, there seems to be no one who can truly help or is willing to help. And so maybe you feel alone or forgotten, or maybe you know someone who feels alone or forgotten and needs this message. And in the world, these things are true. You may truly be on your own, and you may truly be forgotten in this world. Injustice truly may prevail over justice in your situation right now. And maybe no one truly cares enough to come to your rescue. But that's not true according to the Bible. According to the Bible, this life in this world is a lie. And the only solution to this world's problems is to lose your life so you can find it. And we remember that from Jesus. We see in Matthew 17, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there be many who go by in it. Because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life. Few there be who find it. Verse uh, Matthew sixteen twenty five. For whoever desires to save his life in this world will lose it. But whosoever desires to lose his life for my sake will find it. And that's the key. Verse 26, for what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? And what will a man give in exchange for his soul? What about in exchange for peace? Verse 27, for the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will reward each according to his work. So there's a reward coming for losing our life to him and trusting him with it and giving it to him. And as long as our life is in this world, all is lost. There is no hope. We see Jesus said in John 16, 33, these things I've spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And there's no hope apart from Jesus. There's no joy apart from Jesus. And there's no peace apart from Jesus. He promises a supernatural peace when we trust in him alone. John 14, 27, he says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And friend, whether you're a Christian or not, it's time to throw away all hope in this world and stop trusting in the world's wisdom and the world's ways. Time is getting short. And the world is getting darker all around us. And many things that matter today won't matter tomorrow. We must fix our eyes on a heavenly, spiritual perspective of all these things. First Peter 1.13 says, Therefore prepare your minds for action and be sober-minded. Set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And he's coming soon. When he's revealed, he'll restore all things, and he'll bring those who love him with him, and he'll reset paradise, and these things will pass away. These things will fade away. And whether all of your hopes and desires are fulfilled now, 
It doesn't matter. As long as our eyes are on him, we know that he will satisfy us with long life, with joy, and with peace. And so it's time to put all our hope in the world to come and trust in God alone, in the ways of the Spirit and the promises in Jesus entirely. He will bring you through to the glory of God and to the astonishment of those who watch you in your steadfast faith. Jesus uh, showed us that we must feed on the bread of promises in the Bible, just as it's the bread of life for our souls. So we see Proverbs 3, 5. Remember these promises? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Our perceptions are skewed. We make mistakes all the time. Things that we think are going to happen aren't going to happen. Things we're afraid of often never come to pass. And that's for walking with him. We can trust him. Verse 6, in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Um, Psalm 37, 3, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. He is faithful. Do good. That's what he wants us to do. And then glorify our Father, which is in heaven. Even in the midst of difficulties, we, we need to surrender ourselves and seek to do good to those around us. And he will reward us and he will lift our burdens. Psalm 37, verse 4, delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. You know, he plants desires in your heart, good desires, desires for plans that he has for you. And you kind of go, wow, I feel like I should do this, or I just feel like uh, I want this, or I want to accomplish this, or whatever it is. He'll actually plant desires in your heart and then fulfill them for your joy. It's not that he gives you every thought that comes into your head and everything that you want. It's a relationship of our desires are more pure because they're purified by him, his spirit, and his word. And then he puts desires in our heart and gives them to us. We're like, what? You gave that to me, Jesus. That's amazing. That's what I was hoping for. And he says, I know. I planned that for you. Psalm uh, 37, verse 5, commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. See, because we're walking in his path according to his call, and it's beautiful. You can't win, actually, if you fight God. You won't be satisfied. It won't be joyful. The things that you want, if he hasn't approved them, they won't come. And if he even gives them to you, they won't be satisfying. Psalm 37, verse 23, the steps of a good person are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. But the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. Is he your strength in the time of trouble, your only strength that you rely on? 37 verse 40, and the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. And um, we see in Matthew six thirty three. but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Remember that? Seek him first. Um, Luke 12 verse 32, do not fear little flock for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Isn't that an amazing promise? And it's true. If our hope is in heaven, then our treasure's in heaven, and we can endure the, the afflictions of this time or the troubles of the darkness of this time. 
And so we seek God first and we seek his kingdom first and he will provide for us all of our needs. That's his promise throughout the Bible over and over again. John 11, 10, John 10, 11, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. Remember, we've been talking about this. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and I'm known by them. So he knows you and he knows if you know him. And it's a beautiful relationship. We have to draw close to him. Verse 15, as the father knows me, even so I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. That's how much you matter to him. He couldn't give any more for you. He loves you. You're so precious to him. He's not going to let you go astray if you just seek him and stay close to him. John 10 verse 27, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. And we have to follow him and trust him, follow him wherever he leads you. Verse 28, and I give them eternal life. That's the hope. There's nothing more to hope in. The The promises of this life are short-lived and not very satisfying. Um, and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. Then we see in First Peter 5, 6, Therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. He really does. You see it over and over again. He cares for you, but the, the devil lies to us, and he tells us we're alone and that God doesn't care about us, and he's got better things to do, and uh, we're not that important to him. And these are all lies. But you have to read the word so that you can't let Satan's lies fill your head and drown out the truth, right? And then just as David did, we must encourage ourselves in the Lord. So whatever challenge we face, recognize that Satan intends to use it to trap us, fear and in discouragement, and to undermine our faith in Jesus. We must hold fast to those things that we know. But God uses our isolation in these times, in this dark world, to draw us to him, to surrender and run to him as our only hope. And and unless there's challenges, often we don't turn to him at all. We just go, hey, God, nice to see you. Good morning. All right. And then we go off on our day. And it's when we really are desperate and have no hope, we're drawn to him. But it's those times that we, we come to know him. Our faith grows and, and the truth grows in us and we're satisfied in him. Not when we're satisfied by the world. When the world's fine, then we're just, we're just lying to ourselves. We're not really walking with him. We have no strength in us. And so we see in Second Corinthians 1, 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation that we may be able to comfort those who are in trouble with the comfort we ourselves are comforted by God. And you know, he, God has a good plan for you and your situation, and he wants to bring you through for his glory. He wants to show through you how to seek God. He wants you to triumph over these challenges and trust in him and just to watch him. And, and every time, even when you fall, get back up again and trust in him. And people will watch and they'll learn from you. And you can comfort others. You say, oh, I know what that's like. I was in such darkness. I was in such trouble. I had so such a difficult situation ahead of me. And this is how God brought me through. You see, that's how it works. And so we have to go through it. And then we encourage others. 
And so we, we, he does this for his glory because he will bring us through if we do not give up. And then he'll show himself strong in our life because our heart is set on him. And we see in Second Chronicles 16, 9, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, looking to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. I mean, he's looking for people to make an example and say, oh, Wendy, she's set her heart on me. And I go, oh, God, I'm, I'm kind of a punk and I, I, I drop the ball a lot. But Lord, I love you and I, I want to walk with you. Use me. Use me with others. And that's how he uses us. And we have to trust in him and let him use us because there's great reward and there's great glory for God, which is what we want. We want people to come to him and see how gracious he is when we're hanging our heads down because we're discouraged or we can't even think about other people. He's got us, Satan's got us in such a trap. We can't even see other people to help them out. We can't even help ourselves out of a trap. But when we put our eyes on God and just be able to say, I don't know how he'll do it, but he'll bring me through. I trust in him. I'm just walking and waiting for the solution. I'm waiting for the doors to be open, for the path to be made clear. And I'm trusting in him as I wait. And that's the best thing that we can do because then others are encouraged by our example. And his promise in Romans eight twenty eight is that God turns all things to good to those who are called who love him and who are called according to his purposes. So when we're called according to our own purposes and we have our own agenda and our own will and we want God to solve our problems and give us what we desire, then he can't satisfy those 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 desires. But when we're called according to his purposes, then he is faithful. He is faithful to bring us through, to guide us, to reward us, to bless us and to walk with us. And so God does not promise a comfortable life. If so, how could he ever answer to the millions of martyrs who have suffered for the testimony of his son, right? But we must surrender our hold on the things of this life and enter into his hiding place and his strong tower and trust him to guide us and to work his plan through according to his wisdom. And so we see in Isaiah 55, 8, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways your ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And we're very short-sighted in this world. We don't like any kind of pain or discomfort whatsoever. I mean, nobody does. But pain is there to guide us at times. And so his plan is a good plan, but it may not be our plan. Yet we must trust him to show us the way through in wisdom and walk with us every step of the way. And we see in Deuteronomy 31, 8, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And that's the worst thing that can happen to us is to be so afraid or so discouraged that we hang our heads and we can't keep our eyes on Jesus because he's the only path through. And friend, the days are running short and the times are getting darker. And God is drawing us to him alone as the times wind down. Hosea 4, 6 says, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Do you know him? Do you truly know his word? Or do you just know about him? Do you know some of his word? 
And God urges us to return to him and the ways that we once knew when we first trusted in him. And if you have yet to trust in him, now's the time to run to him and to rekindle the fire of faith that once guided our lives and filled us with that joy. And we see in Jeremiah six sixteen as he asks us to do it, thus says the Lord, stand in the ways and see and ask for the old paths where the good way is and walk in it, and then you'll find rest for your souls. We see Malachi 3, 7, yet from the days of your fathers, you've gone away from my ordinances, have not kept them. Return to me and I will return unto you, says the Lord of hosts. And we see Jeremiah twenty nine twelve. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search with all your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord. He will be found. That's his desire of his heart, is to have fellowship with you, to have you in his care and not have you go in and out of his care when it suits you. He wants you in his care constantly so he can guide you and bless you and and use you as a testimony to others and bring others to him and watch him remember the times of the past that he's broken through for you that he's solved your problems and maybe you have things that you've asked for in your life that he did not solve and you have to trust those pains to him because sometimes it's just the sin of this world and those things will be set right one day but God promises to turn all things to good. He will use it somewhere down the line. He'll use it in your life in a testimony. He'll repair that thing. He'll give you the beauty for ashes and the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And he will reward you for staying faithful even when you're discouraged. And so are you trusting in him alone and we look at the promises in Psalm 91, beginning in verse 1. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. What a promise. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the per perilous pestilence. These are traps set by Satan. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you, because you have made the Lord your refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. Verse 14, because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he is known by name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. And that word salvation, by the way, is Yeshua. Interesting, huh? Because he has shown us his salvation. It's all complete. We just need to trust in him. And so, friends, all hope, all joy, all peace is in Yeshua, Jesus, the Son of God, who gave himself for us. And Jeremiah 17 reminds us, starting in verse 7, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope 
is in the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots in the river and will not fear when heat comes. But it is a, but will its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. And the years of drought come, but we will not cease to yield fruit for the Lord. We shall not wither. We shall not perish because we're planted and trusting in him and his word. And so whatever you're facing, seek him, put your trust in him and wait on him. Read his words so that you can know him and find good Bible teachers, right? And find a church that does not ignore prophecy or the Old Testament or allegorize challenging sections, but faithfully teaches the Bible. Hebrews reminds us of the importance of being in fellowship with true believers. We see Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, encouraging one one another, and so much more as you see the day approaching. And friends, the day of his return is approaching. And as it gets darker, we must grow stronger in him, stronger in our faith in him. Look for good teachers online too. I like harbingersdaily.com. They have great biblical news and teaching videos. And of course, Pastor Jeremiah's, his channel is full of good, solid teachers. But we must feed ourselves the word. We must be in fellowship. And we must not fall for deceptions and the temptation to be discouraged. Fill our hearts with the word. It's the only way to know him. And so until next time, God bless you all. Join Wendy Scott every Saturday at 3 p.m. on K-Praise for another episode of Season Watch. Previous episodes can be found through the K-Praise podcast platform, where you can also access Wendy's other platforms and contact links. Please email Wendy with show comments, questions, or suggestions at wscott at mywordsforhim.com or visit her website at mywordsforhim.com for additional resources. Watch other teachings on her Rumble channel. Wendy's Words for Him, her fiction novel, The Lost, A Story of Christmas, can be found on Amazon. Until next week, watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.